Headliner Radio, the creative voice. Today we're excited to welcome Shanda Dancy onto the podcast, a composer who's here today to talk about her brand new project scoring the new Whitney Houston biopic, I Want to Dance with Somebody. So welcome along. Thank you so much for joining us today. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining. It's such a pleasure. And whereabouts are you? Texas, is it? No, actually Los Angeles, Pasadena specifically. So. Oh, Pasadena. <laughs> so you're not living in Texas anymore? No, no. I, I left Texas 20 years ago. So, <laughs> Oh, okay. It's been a while then. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Quite okay. a while. <laughs> <laughs> Both very different places, but I'm sure well, you're very. where all the music is basically, aren't you? Indeed. Okay, amazing. So I guess let's just jump straight into it because I want to know all about this film. So big new film, I Want to Dance with Somebody, Whitney Houston biopic. I keep seeing trailers for all the time. It's going to be huge. So um, this is obviously very exciting for any composer. And I know you're a big Whitney fan. Like many of us, you grew up on her music. It's just part of, it's ingrained into a certain generation in particular as well, I think. So um, just to ask the obvious, so what did it mean um, for you to work on this film? It was one of the honors of my lifetime, for sure. Um, there's no way when you're a little kid that you would imagine that <laughs> you would be doing something like this. Right. And it's it's amazing. It's thrilling. Um, I'm so proud. And yeah, I can't wait for everyone to see and hear it. So <laughs> Incredible. And what um, what do you think your younger self would say if you could somehow go back and say, guess what, you're going to be working on this amazing big film about Whitney one day on the music? She would have the same reaction that I had back in February when <laughs> um, K- Casey Lemons and Maureen Crow contacted me. <laughs> it's, you know, my jaw hits the floor. <laughs> Yeah, so. I can imagine. I mean, I think obviously it's something you'd want to be a knee-jerk thing to say yes. I mean, I'm imagining this. I'm not even a composer or a musical or anything, but you, I, I imagine the nerves must be a big part of that as well. But you know you have to push yourself, right? Like this is oh, a the, huge opportunity. Yeah, the nerves come later. <laughs> that first moment, you know, the first initial moment um, meeting Casey and um, going through the process, the hiring process, it was more just am- amazement elation Mm. and then like a little bit later it's like oh okay let me make sure that I do right by Whitney and her family (laughs) so yeah then then the the seriousness came came along so (laughs) yeah absolutely and what can you remember from your childhood which songs in particular resonated with you because I really strongly associate I will always love you with just literally playing that over and over again my poor parents and I want to dance with somebody (laughs) as well just for the up-tempo times Yes. Well, I, I will always love you. I, I actually remember the very first time I heard it, where I was and what I was doing. Um, I was in middle school. We were having like some sort of barbecue, um, maybe like field day or something like that. And um, the administration had the radio playing because it was our free time, our little party, little middle school party. And I will always love you came on. And I remember being a little bit confused um, because there were, there was, there were, were no instruments. It was just her voice at first, yeah. <laughs> you know, the acapella part. And, and, and when you're a middle schooler, you're, you're, you're like, Oh, is, is that on purpose? But then <laughs> it, it grows and yeah. then you understand 
Like, this is a phenomenal song. This is different from anything you've heard before. This is amazing. And that moment stuck with me. Um, but my favorite Whitney Houston song, song is definitely um, um, The Greatest Love of All. Oh, great that's, song. That's my favorite. Yeah. Great yeah. song. And um, have you ever in the past braved uh, one of her songs in karaoke? I think if you wanted to <laughs> blow up your vocal cords, I think um, How yes, Will I Know would probably I, do that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I will always love you was definitely the karaoke um, go to. Wow, I, I could I could almost pull it off. Bold, I like that. It's a bold move. <laughs> almost. <laughs> it's like when someone picks that or you know '90s Mariah song, you're like, oh god, here we go, we're in for it now. Oh, but if you're good, then go for it. <laughs> as Mariah songs were very very hard for me to sing because she had her range. It was almost like she had like bass voice and then like mouse voice, you know. <laughs> So yes. it's that that range was crazy, but yeah, and I love the kind of um, the the, vi- <laughs> the rivalry, what friendly frenemy vi- rivalry between the two. But then they did that amazing song together. Yes, yes, oh, it was awesome. I remember that, and they came out in the same uh, dress. Those were the days. Yes, I remember that. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> just two absolute divas, top of their game. I love it. Love to see it. Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. So, okay. When when did you come on board with this? You said February. So is that sorry, twenty twenty two. Just twenty twenty two. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. So it's come together quite quickly. Then, or is that a normal sort of time scale? Would you say for you to work on yeah, something? Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty. Pretty normal. It's it, it's usually a pretty quick process. As a matter of fact, for me, it was actually um, a luxury to have as much time <laughs> oh, <right>. as I did. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I've been on projects where I've had seven days, no joke, seven days oh, to do I feel a score. Stressed, even you telling me about that. <laughs> it 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 was wild. Um, hopefully, I'll never do that again. But. <laughs> let's hope so, let's hope there's more planning involved obviously not not on your part any fault in that but seven days wow yeah yeah it was hardcore <laughs> intense intense so um obviously being about Whitney music is so key in the film and um so what was the director's vision for the score you know and how how it would be tied into the musical numbers so that you'd allow them to shine how did you even start with this well it started with a conversation with Casey um Casey knew Whitney um, and her family. And it was important to be purposeful, respectful, and beautiful when it comes to the score. Mm. That's that's where the score needed to do the heavy lifting. Um, It wasn't so much just being wallflower music to in comparison to Whitney's iconic amazing songs um it 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 had to have a purpose or else why be there you know Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) so um that was what started the conversation um just talking with Casey and also the head editor uh Daisha Broadway the three of us really um wanted to truly honor Whitney um in the most heartfelt way that we could. Mm. And uh, I feel like we pulled it off. So (laughs) let's hope so. Well, I'll know when I see it, but um, until then, so, so did you see the script and then plan, you know, sort of brush strokes metaphorically on where you could put this bit of score? Did you see the whole thing edited with no music and then do your work? How did that work for you? 
Uh, well, for for this particular project, uh, I start. It started with a rough cut of the of the picture. So um, I watched the rough cut, and and we after watching it, uh, Casey and Daisha, we we put our heads together and we kind of had our own spotting session um, and decided where would be the proper emotional beats and what we wanted the audience to feel in those moments. Um, And then it was a matter of building the themes and building the score from that. So I see. I see. And uh, was there anything you wanted to avoid doing? Um, Obviously you want to be respectful. You've mentioned that and that kind of goes without saying um, these kind of biopics can be um, a little bit exploitative, not this one in particular, just the general genre can be quite sensationalist and, most people, if they're fans of Whitney, kind of know the ups and downs of her life. So there's no need exactly. to perhaps harp on about it. But w- was there anything you were trying to avoid doing, like maybe overdoing some of these more difficult moments, perhaps? Definitely not being melodramatic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, be beautiful and respectful. That was that was the line that we needed to 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 balance, um, and. I think the best way that we achieved that was to really play up and be very mm, purposeful of of bringing out the glamour and the sparkle and that special something that <laughs> Whitney had. Mm. Um, and so really in the score, we had two main themes and the main themes essentially represent different sides of Whitney herself. Uh, there's the genius theme, which is the big, grand, sweeping, this is Whitney's onstage life. This is how her fans see her, just dripping in diamonds and cascading down a, a mansion staircase with <laughs> silks and gowns and angel wings, you know, that kind of thing. Um, just very sweeping, old Hollywood, um, beautiful sort of um, um, score. Um, and then it's contrasted with what we call the waltz theme. Um, and the waltz theme is kind of a complicated waltz melody. Um, it's still very beautiful, but it does unexpected twists and turns, uh, which represents Whitney's private life. Okay. Um, and so in using these two themes, um, very, again, Purposeful is the the key word here. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I keep saying that word because it's very important. Um, you know, everything we placed and the placement of the themes and what those themes said in the moment were were very, very much on purpose, very deliberate. And I feel like that's what helped us steer away from melodrama. It was a proper journey musically. Mm. And that's it. So... Okay, no, that makes sense. And did you find that you naturally came up with these two, let's say, slightly contrasting in what they represent themes? Um, did that naturally evolve after you'd been working on the score for a while? Um, it actually, they both of the themes actually came pretty early on. Um, after um, Casey and Daisha and I met and did our spotting session, really the the themes, the two themes material, materialized shortly um, after that. So fortunately, because we had 
a sense of direction of what we wanted the score to do uh, and how we wanted to treat uh, Whitney's life. Um, Again, the themes came very quickly and we just built the score from that. Okay. And what about... Um, you know, sort of working around the big songs that I, as I say, I haven't seen the film yet, but I'm assuming all the Mm -hmm. big songs will be in there. So do you have to fit these particular (laughs) themes, you know, within these songs? Do they, for instance, lead into them at any point? Did you have to work around them sonically to make it feel like in the right ballpark? Yeah, for sure. Um, There are are quite a few moments where uh, one of her iconic songs will end and then I need to make sure that I'm coming in in the same key <laughs> and in the same sort of vein as yeah. the song, for sure. Um, and that was a very important thing for seamlessness. Um, so, yes, that was definitely a part of it. <laughs> mm, okay, okay. And um, I actually watched the trailer today because, obviously, well, at the moment, the film is not out. By the time this yes. interview is out, the film may be out, just to complicate things further. But it's all I can watch is the yeah. trailer. But it reminded me of when she did the National Anthem, and then I got, went and yes. watched that as well. And then I went in a YouTube wormhole of Whitney Houston. But um, <laughs> what an incredible performance that was, effortless. Um, I yes. can't wait yes. to see that bit within the film. Was that a yes. lot of fun to work with these iconic real-life scenes? It, it was, yeah, it, it was just so invigorating. Like that particular scene as well, uh, the cue um, that comes directly before her performance is really building up to that performance. So um, it's, it's, it's very thrilling, galvanizing and um, Gives you the feeling of, you know, the the hairs raising on your arms. You're like in anticipation of something so great. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it was really so many great moments in the, in the, in the movie for sure. But yeah, that was a, a really great, grand moment there. So oh, can't wait. it sounds like you've been so respectful as well. And I wonder, has anyone, you or the filmmakers heard from Whitney's family? Have you had any feedback from them on what they think of it? I I I kind of stay out of that because as as the composer I'm I'm very removed from the inner circle um my communication is mainly through the director and the the head editor and the uh, music editor um sorry um music um supervisor mm. um and other producers and so I I feel like I I don't want to pry, you know, <laughs> you know, no, it's yeah, like, of course. so, but the, the consensus is that the, the family members who are directly involved in the film are happy. Okay. Um, as well as Clive Davis, uh, as far as I know, <laughs> again, That's like I said, I'm so, I'm so removed, I'm so removed, um, from those particular, particular individuals, but, um, overall, I think, I think it was quite a success. So, um, I did see a few uh, comments on Instagram from um, other other singers uh, and celebrities who knew Whitney personally, uh, and they were they were actually speaking um, at the premiere uh, here in here in the states, and it was a glowing review. Oh wow! People, that people is said, "Yeah, people said finally, this is the film that does Whitney right." And that's from people who knew her personally and have a little bit of skin in the game. Yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, that was very good to hear. <laughs> I think that says a lot, doesn't it? There's been so many, it I does. mean, a lot of biopics get made these days where, and a lot of them are, I guess what the word would be, unauthorised or whatever, I don't know, you know, or just made for TV ones that are particularly, um, you know, salacious, aren't they, and scandalous. Yeah, I think I may have even seen a Whitney one on some, you know, crappy like, TV. Yeah, and it's it's not good. Yeah, it's mm. it's not good. It's, 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 again, it comes down to respect and are are you in it for the gossip or are you in it to 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 fall in love all over again with this real human who touched us yes yeah I'm really interested and that's what the film does the story of it because I, I didn't even know until do you know what it could have been since I watched the uh whatever the made for tv one was um you know being a child at the time or I think some of these songs are before my time but like I said we're kind of brought up with them that uh you know mm. at the time her music wasn't considered when she was doing you know i want to dance with somebody not yeah. black enough um i, but then I definitely like, didn't know that no i didn't <laughs> yeah. i was completely ignorant of that and you know being a child hopefully you would be the way anyway because you know why do you need to yeah. care about yeah. horrible things like that but yeah exactly. i'm just i'm so interested <laughs> to hear about that whole side of it and um you know the conflict that must have caused for her as well at the time um yeah just, um, yeah definitely and that's all in there. <laughs> yes, I did see that was touching in the trailer as well. So yeah, yes, looking forward. Yeah. Um, so you've seen the film, I'm guessing. Oh, for sure. Yes. Okay. Did yes. you go to the premiere then? Uh, I didn't go to the New York premiere, but um, I viewed it at the final dub. So it's, yeah. What do you think? Great. It's great. It's really, really great. I'm very proud. You are very, very biased, but I have no doubt you're telling the truth. It <laughs> yes, I am. Really <laughs> it looks really good. <laughs> um, oh, man. Yeah. What about, um, was there a personal favourite scene to score? Or even maybe once when you looked back on it, it might not have been your favourite to work on. You may have seen the finished film and thought, actually, that is re- that really works well. Oh, man. I I really love all of it, honestly. <laughs> but I would say, I would say, oh, I, I I really got into the waltz melody scenes. Okay. Because those scenes were a little more complicated. There is a little more, um, um, what's the word? The subtlety, nuance mm-hmm. uh, with those scores, um, with those cues. Um because Whitney's genius theme, like, yes, we're all familiar with with the glitz and the glamour and the beauty of that. Um, but the the scenes about her personal life that we weren't necessarily privy to uh, were revelatory to me. Uh, and so those were the scenes that I really, really got into, really mm-hmm. enjoyed. Um, so... Yeah, yeah. Okay. And what about uh, the trickier moments that may be in there to score, considering, you know, some of the, uh, it's not just the highs of Whitney's life. Are there any parts where it was, you know, quite tricky in how to approach yes. something? Yes. And and it's definitely, again, in these same scenes that's talking about Whitney's private life. Mm. You, you want to, well, Casey wanted, for sure, a touch of angst, a touch of darkness, but only a touch. We're not, we're not being TMZ here. We're not being don't 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 look at what she's doing. You know, it's at all. It's we're 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 being non-judgmental mm. in in the approach. Um, and so it that had to be done right. 
So yeah, that that was definitely a um it required a delicate hand for sure. <laughs> yes, I can imagine. Um it sounds like you've done the right approach as well, um, being delicate with those moments. Um so mm-hmm. you recorded the score in Nashville at Ocean Way yes. Studios. So great studios yes. with a full orchestra. So um I have um been lucky enough to hear a little bit of a preview that was sent to me of some of the uh pieces and it sounds absolutely glorious I must say so I want to ask like what was the experience like being there with the the orchestra to record this oh well it was actually my second um experience with the Nashville um um, musicians I also recorded devotion there uh, the year before and so it was like a homecoming Mm -hmm. (laughs) as well as a just this bubbling anticipation and glowing love uh for Whitney and this film. Yeah. Uh we're in Nashville. We're we're surrounded it's Music City. We're su- surrounded by music and Whitney is just such an indelible part of American music. And so everyone involved was just so excited. Um and it just spilled over into everything. The the whole experience was magic and awesome. Um, yeah, it was wonderful. <laughs> Amazing. And are you someone that's perhaps more usually found in a more like a home studio scenario rather than a big studio like that? I'm sorry, say that again. <laughs> I you, missed it. <laughs> oh no, you're good. Are you usually working in your, um, for instance, in your own home studio rather than in a big commercial space like that? Um, well, my, my, my studio is a commercial space. Um, but I mean, as far as recording an orchestra. I mean, you always record an orchestra at a, at a studio space. Oh, sure. Um, so when, whenever there's an orchestral score, it's, it's recorded at a studio, um, at a recording facility such as that. Um, so it's definitely not my first or second or third. I mean, like that's, <laughs> that's how it's always been. Yeah, um, used to it it's now. main. Yeah. 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 Um, so but it's just the it's just the the scope of the projects have have definitely changed <laughs> these days. Um, definitely much bigger budgets. <laughs> oh, for sure. I so, have a feeling you're going to get a lot more of those after this film as well. That's my hunch. <laughs> well, not knock on all of the wood. I'm touching wood. I'm touching all, wood. Yes, <laughs> you don't need it. You don't need it. <laughs> I've heard it. Um, <laughs> what about um, the plugins that you're into um, in general? I know you're a Waves mm-hmm. audio user, so yes. I'd, I'd be curious because we always talk about the tech that's going on behind the scenes on all of these big films and everything. So, what are some of your go-to plugins from them and how do you use them? Yeah, well, so let's back up a little bit because this is kind of important. Um, I, right out of USC film 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 scoring um, school, I actually worked for a sound design company oh. and I learned all about uh, sound design, sound editing, um, dialogue editing, you name it. Um, and that kind of spilled over into my composing because mainly I was solely a classical orchestra composer, um, just working with orchestra only. But then I, I go to the sound design company and next thing you know, I'm, I'm using Waves plugins to like, <laughs> you know, um, uh, record my guitar or um, uh, record my violin and, and um, putting it through various um, uh, plugins um, and just creating a different, fresh kind of soundscape. 
Um, so um, I purchased Waves Diamond like years ago. So I, I have like probably every pl- plugin, <laughs> Waves plugin. And um, I I love also using them to maybe perform live. Um, there's one one plugin, um, um, Pan, um, and it just makes my violin sound like pan from one speaker to the other. And it adds this extra dimension um, in a live performance. That's really cool. (laughs) That's just one example. Interesting. Um, Yeah. Um, And then if I'm recording like vocals or things like that, you've got vocal writer um, and, um, and then mastering um, plugins like uh, max bass and um, uh, ultra um, maximizer. Um, and yeah, it's, it's like waves has been a part, a part of my composing process since I would say 2006. (laughs) So a while, a while now, right? Yes. A while. um, The diamond way, you still using that one these days or have you gone onto bigger and better waves? Yeah. Yeah. I've gone onto, I've I've definitely spent way too much money (laughs) and, 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 and anytime there's an upgrade or anytime um, there's new 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 bundles or things like that, I just collect more 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 plugins because for me, I, I compose solely in Pro Tools. Right. So I do the the MIDI composition as well as the recording of any live solo instruments here at my studio, um, and as well as any synths and com- combine them all in one Pro Tools session and and and. Um, just working with actual that actual audio, um, and yeah, again, like it it just harkens back to when I was working at the sound design company. It's it, it's not just the sound, the traditional sound of the instruments or the tra- traditional sound of whatever whatever uh, synthesizer or whatever you're recording. Um, you can always turn it into something completely different and completely fresh using awesome waves plugins. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Well, I'm glad they've been working so well for you since uh, 2006. So that's fantastic. So um, what about, uh, I know, you know, this one's this one's not even out yet, but have you got any projects for 2023 that you're allowed to share yet? Anything you're secretly working on that you don't want to mention? That's fine. What's it looking um, like for you? <laughs> well, I can say that I have two TV projects and a feature project um, that are booked for 2023 thus far. And that's all I can say. <laughs> okay. I like that. You keep your secrets plus your NDAs. They're very important. Yes. <laughs> all right. NDA one, NDA two and NDA three. Okay. <laughs> that's those <are> projects. <laughs> well, we'll stay tuned. I guess we can look out for your um, social media and stuff. I'm sure you'll be able to announce Indeed. them as and when it's allowed. Um, well, I look forward Indeed. to hearing about them and um seeing this film as well i'm really excited about it so everyone needs to go out and watch i want to dance with somebody when it's out um and thank you so much for taking the time today it's been such a pleasure to talk to you indeed thank you for having me (laughs) you're so welcome you're welcome at any time um okay well i'll let you get on with your day and it's still morning where you are so maybe you're doing another cup of coffee you probably owned it by now (laughs) uh yes definitely i i need that and then i've got to do some last minute errands before we go to Texas to visit my family this weekend. So, yeah. Okay. Well, you enjoy that time with the family and I will speak to you soon, hopefully. Thank you. You have a good holiday season. You too. Have a lovely Christmas.
Thanks. Mm -hmm. All right. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Headliner Radio, supporting the creative community.